Hello, and welcome back to Dating Will Be the Death of Me. I'm Amanda, your host, um, here to kind of just talk through the craziness of dating, um, the, the fun, the joy of online dating, being on the apps. And guys, I'm, you know, still, still on them. Things have not gotten too much better. I don't have any huge life updates that have gotten me off of the apps, but we're staying strong, doing our best. Um, so yeah, thank you guys for listening. Welcome back. If you haven't had a chance to listen to my last episode with my amazing guest, Christina, go take a listen. I put it out last Thursday, I believe. Um, so you should be able to find that great conversation. Um, Christina is an example of success story that came from online dating. So she was successful in her her Tinder her Tinder experience. Um, ended up with a, a little fiance, soon to be husband. So we can we can strive to be Christina in our, in our online dating. Um, but yeah, so this week I I'm gonna take us take us down a little bit. We've been having too many positive, good, good stories. No, I like to, I like to share my misery so you guys can, uh, you know, realize that even though you've had bad experiences, maybe, maybe they haven't been as bad as mine and you can feel good about yourself and and laugh at me and, you know, hope that you never have to deal with some of my horror stories. But, um, I guess just as, as a little check-in, a little update, um, I went on a fourth date this past weekend Went to the Celtics game, which was super fun, and then ended up going out in Providence and ended the night with, um, apparently in Providence, you don't call hot dogs hot dogs, you call them hot wieners, and (laughs) we had some hot wieners around 1 a.m., and also some grilled cheese, which is like the perfect drunk food. Honestly, like I had never been so happy. I just ate it so slowly. It was oh, it was perfect. After a night of drinking, like grilled cheese, the hot dog or the hot wiener, I guess, wasn't really my jam. Um, there was like hamburger meat on it and mustard and onions. Um, but the place apparently is like wicked popular and really famous. Guy Fieri went on diner drive-ins and dives. So any of my Providence listeners, um, New York system, I'm sure you guys have heard of. And it's open wicked late too. Like I, we were driving home and I literally, I was like, I saw a sign for hot wieners and I was like, what the hell? Like, is that a thing down here? And he was like, yeah, oh my God, let's go get it. And it made my night. So that's going well. Um, I also went on a date yesterday. I've been pretty busy um, with a guy, a special education teacher, which is cool. Whenever I can connect with a teacher, I feel like it's really, I don't know. There's some some sort of understanding, like he understood how hard this year has been. Um, you know, everyone else thinks that we're just back to normal, but school has been really, really hard this year and burnout is is real. Um, so it was nice to connect with another teacher. I um I don't know if I should feel bad that I brought this guy to the same bar that I brought the guy that I've been on four dates with. Uh, we had first date at the same spot, but I don't know, whatever. I, I'm the kind of person where I like to go on a first date where I'm comfortable, like somewhere that I feel like I know the layout, 
um, actually know the one of the hostesses there. So it just kind of feels like, I don't know, people have your eye out, their eye out for you. I don't know if you guys are creatures of habit in that way or if you like to try out new places on a first date or if you let the guy choose or the girl choose, whoever you're going on a date with. I um, I don't usually like making decisions, but I like being comfortable going somewhere on the first date because I also get wicked bad parking anxiety. And this is a place where I know like I definitely can find parking, not going to be stressed out about that. Um, but it was good. We watched... I was hoping we were going to watch the football, but the the bar had the Red Sox game on, which was fun. Um, we had a few beers and then ended up making some bets about what was happening in the game. Um, and whoever lost the bet had to take like a shot of McGillicuddy's, which was fun. Um, and then we ended up watching Harry Potter later together and ordering a pizza. So overall, it was a good date. I don't know if I'm super like attracted to the guy. Like, he's super cute. Just some, I don't know, something was a little bit, I don't know if he was trying too hard or, I don't know. He also kept commenting on how, like, how smart he is, which is like, okay, good for you. I'm, I'm, I want you to be confident. I want you to be proud of your intelligence. But, like, to keep being like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, I'm really smart. I'm like, cool, bro, same. <laughs> like, what do you, I don't know, what do you want me to say? Like, congratulations, you're smart. And then, like, the way he was proving it was just with Harry Potter trivia. And he would ask me like really, really random questions. Like I'm a Harry Potter fan, but some of the stuff he was asking, I'm like, you probably only know that because you want to like stump people with your Harry Potter trivia. Um, yeah. So I don't know if, I don't know if we'll have a second date, but it was definitely, it was a good date overall. I had fun and uh, it was just a nice, a nice way to take advantage of having an extra day off today. Um, I could have a another fun weekend night. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to kind of fill you in and update you on that. Um, my story for today is um, a <laughs> kind of experience that I had last year during quarantine. And it was kind of like, this is a, a saga a little bit. Um, my friend Rudy, who was on the podcast a few episodes ago, will know this story well. Um, we were roommates at my last apartment and uh, we had some interesting neighbors upstairs and I kind of got involved with one of them and it ended up not being the best decision. So I uh, will take a little break right now and when we come back, I will fill you in on <laughs> the, the crazy neighbors that kind of ended up, you know, um, terrorizing us during quarantine. All right, so stay tuned. All right, welcome back. So, <clears throat> like I said, I'm gonna fill you in on the little saga that I went through during quarantine at my old apartment. Um, I, to start, so I ended up moving out a few years after college, um, met, actually didn't meet, found roommates on Craigslist, which gave my mom a heart attack. She's like, if you're moving in with random people you met on Craigslist, like you're going to get murdered. Um, turns out one of the, the roommates was a guy too. So she's like, oh my God, you're going to move out with random people and you're living with a guy like this. It was a big, a big jump. My poor mom, I put her through so much. Um, but it actually ended up working out like my apartment. I loved it. Um, I had a nice big room, a lot of common space. Like we had a lot of really fun parties. Um, 
So I, I love my apartment. I love the first two roommates I had. One of them ended up moving out and um, the, the guy stayed. His, his friend moved in and then um, they ended up both moving out. My friend Rudy moved in and then one of the guys from upstairs uh, moved downstairs because all of his roommates moved out. Uh, he was quite an interesting character. Didn't really ever talk to us. Uh, we tried to make conversation. We tried to have, like, we hung out with him before he moved in just to kind of, like, get to know each other. And he was just strange. Um, weird dude for sure. So, Mike, if you're listening, you were weird. And we really tried. We're nice people. I know me and Rudy could be a little bit much, especially during quarantine when we were making all our TikToks and stuff. But it didn't have to be like that. But really, the only time we ever would see him was when he would come out to the kitchen to make his uh, unseasoned chicken on the George Foreman grill. It was like, that smell will never go away. It's stuck in my brain forever. Like burning unseasoned chicken. And then he would just put mozzarella cheese on top of it. Kind of made me sad for him. Like, that's not an enjoyable dinner. Just like, I don't know, put some seasoning on that. Dude. Anyways, so that's besides the point. Um, so we we moved in and then there were four guys that moved in upstairs. So it was like a it was a house that the landlord had made into two separate apartments. So we had the first floor and the the four guys had the second floor. And they were really friendly when they moved in. Like we introduced ourselves and they seemed really nice. They were from Massachusetts originally. Louder guys, but like they seemed chill. Um, two of them had girlfriends who were really nice, who we, you know, connected with. And, you know, we thought in terms of people living above us, it could be worse. They seemed nice. They were always down to chill. We had a few few nights that we all hung out together. Um, so it was it was great. And then coronavirus happened and we all got put into quarantine, right? So March... Uh, originally for school, we had been told we were going to be out for two weeks. Obviously that turned into a lot more than two weeks. And my, my boy Rudy was working from home. So he was able to, you know, do his, his calls on his laptop. And, you know, we were able to spend a lot of time together, which was really cool. Like I said, we got into the TikTok game. We had a lot of time to, to spend together. Um, and just as a result, we ended up hanging out a lot with the people upstairs because they were all quarantined as well. And there was this one dude named Ryan who, um, he was probably the most vocal of the group, like totally not someone I would ever be interested in unless I was stuck in the apartment for months at a time and with no no ability to meet anyone out, right? We weren't going to bars. We weren't, I was, I was on the dating app, but not like trying to meet people because again, there was the global pandemic. Um, so he was the only single one in their apartment. Certainly was not going to try to like hook up with Mike, the dude who lived with me and Rudy. Cause he was weird. Like I said, um, but this kid, Ryan, like, I don't know. I, I it was definitely just like a product of me not having anyone else to talk to or like, you know, be interested in. So definitely not at the height of my discerning, you know, good, 
good people from bad people. Um, but we would get drunk. We'd have fun. Like, you know, the whole crew would just, you know, be just stupid playing games, playing Mario Kart. Um, so I ended up making out with this, this Ryan and it was fine. We went on a few dates, like as much as you could during quarantine. I think we went to a bar once. Um, and then there was one night that me, him and Rudy went out, got super drunk. Um, but it was always just like that. It was never anything serious. It was always just like, oh, let's drink and like, just have fun and try to make the most of being stuck in the house. Eventually it got to be too much. He was super offensive. He used all three of the words that I tell people not to use. Um, you know, kind of just like the the three that no one should say or only certain people should say. He managed to say all three of those um, and kind of realized that he was bigoted and super immature and just like a mess, like a hot mess. He was telling me a story about one time he lost his phone and like instead of getting a new one, just went off the grid and like he thought he was super cool for it. I thought it was kind of weird. I'm like, you had no one to get in touch with. You have a child and you didn't think you should get a phone to be able to keep in touch with your child. Okay, odd. And just like more more stuff like that kept coming out, like me just realizing, oh, this guy's a little unhinged. He's a little off his rocker. Um, so I just started to distance myself, which is really hard when you live on the same, in the same apartment as them, right? They were on the second floor, but they were still right there. So I started to realize like, shoot, if I do want to start seeing other people, he's going to definitely know because he can look out his window and see, you know, who's coming over, like if I'm leaving. And there was one night where things were starting to open up. I had a date. I got picked up by the date, walked out of the apartment. We went and had like ramen or whatever. I came back a few hours later and the second I walked into my house, I got a text from this guy saying, oh, how was your date? And I'm like, bro, that's not a good look for you. Like, that's not cute. It's creepy. Kind of feel like you're stalking me. And I'm not loving the idea of you literally living above me and, you know, being able to keep tabs on me. So it was, I was starting to feel a little uncomfortable. And then I started seeing someone pretty regularly and whenever he would come over, upstairs neighbor Ryan would be super obnoxious, like blasting music. Literally, he sounded like he stomped around with cinder blocks on his feet. He was so loud. My Rudy, my roommate, was aware of it too. He's like, dude, I think Ryan's trying to get back at you and like trying to basically terrorize you because you, you know, you said you weren't interested in him. And it was like that literally until we moved out in July. So from March to April was when we were hanging out, like seeing each other just to drink and, and you know, like make out. But then April to July, I just felt like I was being punished for not being interested in this kid. Like when I say he was obnoxious, Rudy, I'll have you come on the podcast again so you can share with everyone. He was obnoxious like very intentionally trying to make my life miserable. And I, a few times I had his number, so I would text him. It would be like 11 o'clock on a Monday. I still had to wake up 
to Zoom like my classes for for school, but they did none of them really had to work. Like he worked um, in some union. I'm pretty sure he wasn't working at the time, so he it was like fucking a frat house up there, having parties Monday through Sunday. Didn't give a shit. And I would text him. I'd be like, "Can you guys turn the music down?" And one time I texted him that, and he literally responded like, "Oh, sorry, Grandma. I didn't realize like you were so lame." And I'm like, "Fuck you." It was, it honestly got to the point that we, me and Rudy were planning on staying and, and my best friend was going to move in with us, but Rudy end up, ended up moving back to California and me and my best friend found another apartment, which I think was a blessing. Like, I don't think I could have stayed there. He really was trying to make my life miserable and kind of succeeding because there would be nights that I couldn't fall asleep. Um, so this is, I mean... My cousin literally told me when I moved out, she said, do not date your roommate. And listen, cuz I listened to your advice. I didn't date my roommate, but you didn't warn me about dating people in the uh, apartment above me. So, you know, if you're going to give people advice, you might want to tack that on. Don't date your roommate and don't date the crazy guy that lives in the apartment above you because he will make your life miserable when you decide you're not interested in him and he's going to get back at you. So (laughs) this is just, I guess, a a warning to y'all. This is me telling you. Maybe don't date someone that lives with you or above you because they are right there. They can keep tabs on you and they can really find ways to make your life miserable. Um, Luckily, don't have to see him anymore. I have a nice new apartment. Um, the people above us just yell at each other, which is kind of fun to listen to. Me and my roommate will just like, we'll sit down to watch TV and then hear them fighting above us. And then I, I know I have sat there for like 10 minutes trying to like figure out what their fight is about. So that's much more like, I like that. I like to be able to eavesdrop, but I'm not involved in the drama. You know, the, the drama at the other apartment was a little bit too much for me. Um, but yeah, so that's my story for this week. Uh, Ryan, you you were a dick. And I'm happy that I didn't didn't see where things went with you because you were you were crazy and you proved it. Um, but yeah, so I have a few people that are going to be joining the podcast in the next few weeks. If you are interested and want to uh, to be a guest, let me know. Again, Christina's episode, uh, if you haven't listened to it, you definitely should. If you don't know who Rudy is because you didn't listen to that episode, go back and listen to that. Uh, Everyone that's come on the podcast so far has been amazing. I've been in touch with someone that I'm really excited to have on the podcast, um, but I'll, I'll keep you guys updated with that. Thank you so much for listening. Good luck if you are on the apps, if you are dating share your stories with me. I would love to have them on, you know, share them on the podcast. Um, if you have any funny stories or if you're just like, you know, having a good experience with dating, like I'd love to share those, those experiences too, those stories. Cause it's not all bad. It's not all bad. Even though some days it seems like there's just weirdos on the app and there's no one worth actually spending time with. It's not all bad. It's going to work out eventually. Um, So thank you for listening. Keep listening. Follow me on Instagram so you can get updates. Um, I also have some polls that are on the Spotify 
or not polls, questions. Spotify now let, lets you ask questions on the app. So I had a question in my last episode. I'll probably have a question on this episode. So if you want to answer that, um, I would appreciate it. I just like hearing hearing back from you guys and getting feedback. So uh, thank you so much. All right. Have a good week. Thank you.